life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today, let's talk about walking as therapy. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. It is a beautiful morning here in South Carolina. The skies are clear. The temperature is crisp. I'm guessing it's either right at normal or maybe a touch below normal. And there is no wind. I've been out now for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And I haven't even felt a whiff of a breeze. And I know this is going to sound like Captain Obvious, but the wind makes such a huge difference particularly when it's cold. I find that my cold muscles are way stronger when the wind is way less present. You add in a nice hefty breeze when the temperature is chilly, and I'm not a happy camper. But today, I'm a very happy camper. (laughs) Ava and I went for a walk the other night. She had been not feeling well this week, and really knocked her for a loop for a couple of days. And as she was beginning to recover and beginning to regain her strength, I asked if she wanted to go for a walk, expecting actually that she was going to say, no, I don't have enough energy. But she surprised me and said, yeah, yeah, I would. It was a very, very, very slow pace. The kind of slowness that actually, for me, requires more energy than if I were walking quickly. But that was okay. This walk was not about me. It was about Ava. So we walked slowly around the block and we talked. When we got home, she said, thank you. I really needed that. I needed to feel normal. For Ava, the other night, that walk was therapy after a rough couple of days. I got news yesterday, a good friend of mine, he's had some heart issues, some chest discomfort, 
And after a battery of tests, the diagnosis was that he needs bypass surgery. According to his text, all his arteries are clogged. And so he's going to have to have open-heart surgery, which is a tough surgery and a long road to recovery. Twelve weeks is what it takes on average for someone to recover from bypass surgery fully. Interestingly, in reading about the recovery process, my friend is most likely going to be asked to get up and walk within days of surgery. And I suspect that that walking will be not only physical therapy, but emotional therapy as well. Because one of the common side effects, one of the common impacts of heart surgery is depression. Now, I don't speak from personal experience, but I've heard this before, that after some sort of heart attack or cardiac episode or heart surgery, it's not uncommon for, for you to feel depressed. And so I expect, suspect, that as my friend begins his recovery from bypass surgery and starts walking, that those walks are going to be as much emotional therapy as they are physical therapy. It's going to feel good to do something normal. I mean, those walks aren't going to feel the same at first, but there's a certain amount of normalcy to getting up and walking. And I'm sure my friend will experience that. Now, this is where I need to drop in the usual disclaimer that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist, physical or emotional. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. And anything that you hear should not be taken as specific medical advice for you. Having said that, if I get hauled before a judge and I'm asked, did you give specific advice during that episode on walking as therapy? I'm going to say, yep, sure did. (laughs) Absolutely. After my wife's auto accident almost two years ago now. She was in a wheelchair for a couple of months. And once the bones, and they I don't think they really know how many broken bones she had. It's at least a dozen. I've heard as many as 17. But there were some small bones that were broken that in multiple places. I don't know how they count that. But once she had recovered enough to get out of the wheelchair and begin putting weight on her legs and her midsection, of course, the first thing that she was able to do, that she was asked to do, was to to start walking. And of course, she did. The first walk was around the island in our kitchen. And eventually, she was able to leave the house and walk to the corner. And our house is one away from the corner, so we're not talking a long walk here. Then she was able to walk to the end of the block, the other end, and back, and eventually around the entire block, the walk that we took the other night. And those early walks around the block were even slower than the walk we took the other night, but it was okay. It was actually, those walks were were fantastic. 
But even before she got out of the wheelchair, we would walk around the neighborhood. Once she had enough strength, a couple of weeks after the accident, she would get in the wheelchair and I would push her around the neighborhood. And this was in January and February, so it was cold. She would bundle up. And even though she wasn't doing the walking that we were walking together was therapeutic for for both of us actually for her just being able to get out of the house and i can't say that that felt normal for her you know being pushed in a wheelchair certainly didn't feel normal but being out of the house and walking around the neighborhood where we had walked before the accident there was a normalcy to that and for me being able to take a walk with my wife and talk again Pushing the wheelchair didn't feel normal, but but being out of the house and doing something that we had done previously before the accident did feel good. It was it was therapy for me as well. One of the things that therapists have been doing for years now, and I don't know that every therapist does this, but more than a few do, they offer to their patients is to leave the office and do what they call walk and talk therapy. They'll go to a nearby park and take a walk and talk. And there's research that as therapy, walking has a huge benefit. And licensed therapists are taking advantage of this. And they're getting their patients, you know, if it's appropriate, They're allowing their patients, giving them the option of leaving the office and going for a walk as they talk. If you find yourself in a situation where life feels overwhelming, where it feels challenging, where perhaps you've received news that is a gut punch, oftentimes one of the best things you can do as you begin to process what's going on is to take a walk. Forget about the fitness aspects, forget about the fitness promise, the fitness chain, forget about how many steps you're going, how far you're walking, the pace at which you're walking, forget about all of that. Just open the door and take a walk. And my guess is, at least on some level, you'll begin to feel better. But again, this is not specific medical advice for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.